insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the rightdoctors.com. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Rajesh Upadhyay. I am senior director and head of department at Max Super Speciality Hospital in Delhi. Um, I'm also the dean elect of the Indian College of Physicians. And uh, I'm giving this talk on the platform of the rightdoctors.com, which is India's leading medical knowledge platform. So I'll be talking today on the gastrointestinal and liver manifestations which are related to COVID-19 infections. Although COVID-19 is well known to cause respiratory illness with fever, cough, shortness of breath, etc., the gastrointestinal and liver manifestations have not received their due importance. In fact, gastrointestinal symptoms such as anorexia, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, loss of taste, loss of smell are very common in these patients, occurring in about 30 to 50%. Out of the patients with gastrointestinal manifestation, 20 to 30% of those will have diarrhea. So diarrhea remains the commonest presentation. And the diarrhea can occur even without the history of respiratory illness or even the fever. And therefore, we need to have a low threshold for suspicion of diarrhea as one of the manifestations of COVID-19 infection. And if there is evidence of contact with a COVID-19 patient in such individuals, we must go for COVID testing. It is also less commonly known that apart from the droplet transmission, fecal oral transmission is also possible. And fecal RNA has been identified in about 50% of the patients and can continue to be shed even after the res resolution of the respiratory illness. And therefore, such patients with gastrointestinal symptoms may have a more severe and a prolonged course and may require more prolonged isolation, particularly if fecal RNA has been identified. Considering fe fecal oral transmission, apart from the standard measures like isolation, social distancing, uh, hand hygiene, etc., there are a number of other issues which needs to be addressed. One advice is to close the toilet covers or the toilet lid before flushing. Regular and proper sanitization of commode buttons or handles in toilet door handles are very important. And thirdly, the use of proton pump inhibitors, which are acid reducing drugs, which is very common should be avoided as far as possible because normally the gastric acid has the ability to kill the virus and if one suppresses this acid then the chances of viral infection might increase. COVID-19 also 
is likely to have more severe disease in certain gastrointestinal and liver conditions. It is known that patients with inflammatory bowel disease, particularly Crohn's disease, who are taking drugs like steroids or immunosuppressives are at a higher risk of acquiring and having severe consequences of COVID-19. Therefore, as of now, we advise our patients to continue with their current medications so that they prevent any exacerbation of disease. And if they have severe disease and COVID infection, then certainly there will be the drug modifications which will be required and which the details of which I cannot go into in this. Now, the other thing which has affected us, the COVID infection, is that we have currently suspended all the non-urgent endoscopic procedures. The endoscopic procedures are aerosol generating and they are associated with a very high risk of disseminating the virus. In addition, during a colonoscopic procedure, shedding of the virus in feces increases the risk of dissemination. Hence, the endoscopy today is limited to either emergency conditions like a gastrointestinal bleeding, bacterial cholangitis, or other life-threatening conditions, and other semi-urgent conditions like a patient who presents first time with rectal bleeding, etc. Now, coming to the liver involvement in COVID-19, it is now known that about almost 50% of the patients have mild elevation of their SGOT, SGPT, which is transaminases, although this is of little clinical significance. However, higher transaminase levels can be associated with more severe COVID infection, and therefore, if you have a patient with very high transaminases, please make sure that you are treating these patients very carefully. And also, there is evidence that in such patients, fecal viral shedding lasts longer. There are certain liver conditions, and one of the conditions is the fatty liver, which is very common in the community. Autoimmune liver disease and liver cirrhosis patients, and those patients who are either liver transplant candidates or recipients, they also have a higher risk of COVID-19 complications. And therefore, such patients should be advised to continue the current medication. Go for lifestyle modifications, such as adequate amount of exercise, correct diet, and keeping things moving while this infection is on. It is also important to avoid alcohol and certain drugs, the pain-killing tablets, which are commonly called the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which include drugs like Brufen, Bovron, etc., to be avoided in patients with liver conditions. In patients who have got cirrhosis already, we continue their medication as per the guidelines. If a patient develops serious decompensation with increasing presence of fluid in the abdomen, then I think we must consider whether the COVID-19 infection has set in and test such individuals. We must also remember 
the amount of a virus inside the ascitic fluid or the abdominal fluid is very high. And therefore, if you are doing a procedure like ascitic tapping, one has to be very careful and use the PPEs in the best possible manner. We have had patients and reports of patients with acute hepatitis. So patients who present like acute viral hepatitis who turned out to be actually COVID-19 infections. And we have recently had one patient who presented with acute on a chronic renal uh, liver failure. Uh, the patient already had liver disease and presented with acute severe pulmonary infection, which led to um, his uh, her death, actually. We couldn't do this was due to a huge cytokine, a cytokine storm, which led to not only liver failure, but also renal failure and respiratory failure. So we should be very careful about prescribing antibiotics and using any drug which may cause liver dysfunction. Uh, so all these precautions need to be taken and uh, we need to manage our patients very carefully. But over and above, we should remember that we have to protect ourselves. Therefore, whenever doing a procedure, we have to use the entire PPE and make sure that we use it in the proper manner in order to prevent infection either to ourselves or to the patient. Um, I think this has may have been useful regarding the the uh, effect of COVID-19 in gastrointestinal and liver situations. And I hope you'll find it useful. Thank you very much. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the right doctors.com.